Welcome to another episode of Mick and Ori's Classic Cars. I'm Mick. And I'm Ori. The Roma. La Nove Dolce Vita. What does that mean? We've actually reviewed the Roma before, the Ferrari Roma. Will It Be a Future Classic was one of our earlier podcasts. And today we were lucky enough, on behalf of Zagami uh, Ferrari Adelaide, to uh, actually take the Roma for a drive. Yep, so it was just you and me, Ori. They entrusted us with the car, which was good. I had to sign our life away, of course. Yes, right. that's understandable. That is understandable. And um, Rob was kind enough to show us through the car and all the, you know, the controls and what to do and what not to do. Uh, there's gadgets and there's electronic stuff coming out of our ears. So this is a UK car, built UK specs. It is travelling Oceania and around Australia, so the next stop will be Melbourne. It's been here three days. Is that it? So it came to Adelaide first? Yeah, it came to Adelaide. Well, I think it's come from Sydney, but yeah, it came to Adelaide. Been here three days. We were lucky enough to be one of those guys to drive it today. So so it's the, the blue. I'm not sure what blue it is. It's a dark blue. Dark blue. Beautiful looking car. With like a sandy, sebia, light tan interior, interior with Alcantara and leather. A bit of contrast in the uh, interior. Beautiful. But uh, the first things I sort of noticed uh, is, again, sitting in it, sitting in the driver's seat, ready to, you know, press the button, is how it wraps around like a cockpit. Yeah. I mean, it is magic and it makes you feel as if the car's not that big. Yeah, I agree with that. When uh, when you're sitting in the vehicle, like you said, it's a long bonnet and you think, oh, this is a big car. But when you look in out of the windscreen and then in your mirrors, the back, it's it's quite compact. Yeah. You and know? the overhang on the back is actually quite short. Yep. I mean, we say the, the bonnet's quite long, but compared to, say, the F12 or something like that, the 812. Um, yeah, not as big as that. Yeah, it's certainly not as big as that. But I think, yeah, one of the first things, just walking up to the car, once again, that Coloured grill, as the same colour as the paint, really stood out. It stood out. Do you like it? I'm still in two minds about that. I, I liked it today. I actually took a lot more. No- I love the back, and I do love the front. The you know, you get, I got a little bit of SF90 at the front there. Some of the lines at the front are very SF90. I like it. Right. Well, the shape and the overall, I love it. And it does go back to lines of cars in previous, like we've spoken before. And we were opened up the, the boot and the option list. The option list was there, but the boot was actually quite spacious. I wasn't expecting it to be that big because we never got to see the boot in the other one. It's quite big. It's know? quite big. And the two plus seats, the little seats at the back, uh, you can fold them forward too. So Correct. And the seats at the back, 911 seats. 911, probably... Uh, Maybe a bit bigger. bit similar to my 308 GT4, yeah, if you look at it. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, you know, it's still handy. We didn't actually... I didn't even... We thought too late, but to, to sit and see what it was like. But when you saw the roof line, though, that went to the back seats, an adult sitting at the back still had headroom. Yeah. Even though we didn't sit in them, you could tell because the, the way the line of the actual roof went... It was, it didn't drop drastically. No, that it drops gonna, gradually correct. after the seats. Beautiful looking car. It is really a nice looking car. And we had the dash, the little screen on the passenger side, which you can control the air conditioning and the radio from, which we think is a great option. So that had all the all the buttons that the navig- the passenger can actually control. Control, apart from of course the performance and you know the settings on the steering wheel, the Menatino. So the new steering wheel, it's all electric. So it's just all touch button, except for. Except for the Manatino. Yeah, which but still but the um 
what's it called? The little thing behind is all digitalized. It is all digitalized, so it comes up in colors yeah, every correct. time you move it. So that was something. Even the start stop button was digi- You know what I'm saying? Is you had to hold over and press in there, but it wasn't an actual button as such. But very nice. It looked the steering wheel felt great. Uh, yep. Nice size. You do sort of touch things when you're driving it, you know, until you get used to it. Um, but Rob was saying that that can be turned off or yeah, something. Yeah, we'll go into a sleep mode when the road, the road um, worthy or the road registered vehicles come to this country. It will be go to sleep. So you would have to touch it twice for it to activate. Okay. So this is, as, as Ori said, it's an, um, an English delivered car. So for the Australian de- design rules, there might be some little differences, of course, to get it uh, complied with. All electric seats, the comfort of the seats, the length of the base of the seat was all adjustable. And the adjustments, uh, there's a lot of adjustment and really comfortable. I was able to set mine up because I drove first and I was able to set it up in no time. Uh, The mirrors are all electronic touch to adjust and things like that. The steering wheel up, down, sideways. It was pretty good. I think that's the one, yeah, the first call out. It's a lot of electronics. I think you mentioned that before. There are a lot of electronics that take you a little while to get used to. Even the actual little uh, gauge, which goes into reverse, drive, manual, looks very like a gated yeah. shifter. But, yeah, that was even, you know, it's all it's something new that we and, haven't seen from Ferrari before. And all looks quality and feels quality. Absolutely. So everything you touch, you can you can sense and feel the quality. And the leather around the Alcantara, it's fantastic. It's a beautiful place to sit. It was very comfortable. Uh, like you said, the rests, armrests were at the right height. Uh, you felt like you're sitting in a cockpit of a Formula One car. You mentioned that earlier on in the show. It just feels comfortable. And it, as a passenger, while you were driving, at speed, at lower speed, it just felt fantastic. And this, you know, we're talking about how it felt even before we drove it or even yeah. before we started it up. Yeah. So to start it up, the sound, I was surprised, Ori, that – it actually sounds quite loud. I expected it to be more of a GT sound. Um, yeah, I thought the sound was Ferrari for me. I, it's what I wanted to hear. After driving the Testarossa yesterday, it didn't sound as loud as I had expected from a Ferrari, and I was expecting that much probably from the Roma today. It's, it's just because being a tourer, it must probably won't be as loud. But you got that rumble, you got that growl coming out of the exhaust note. It was beautiful. Yeah, and I think... The, the sound was appropriate for the car. It wasn't overly loud. Now, it did have an op- this has got the option of exhaust, different exhaust. So I'd say that's probably the loudest it's going to get. Oh, I see. So that was one of the options on the park, Correct. was it? Okay, so that makes sense then because I would suspect that uh, without the exhaust, the, you know, the upmarket exhaust, then it would be a little bit quieter. But I think this was perfect for the car, like yeah. you said. I think and you need to. If you're going to get it, you get it with that exhaust option. Now, it did have another option on there which we said we wouldn't order one with, and that's the side shields. Yes, I agree, Ori. Look, the side shields to me in that type of car, again, it's a bit like my 456. They came out. It wasn't the race version or whatever. Without the side shields, it does look a lot smoother. You don't need them. I don't think you need them. There's enough going on with that car to know it's Ferrari that you don't need the side shields. And Ferrari, typically, there's nothing written on there that it's a Roma. No, uh, just inside the dash. Inside the dash. On the dash, yeah, above the glove box. Yeah, that's it. That's about it. The Roma And also when you start the car, you know, you've got the, on the screen, 
when full it go, digital it, screen. Yeah. And apparently with that digital screen, you can actually change the colours of the screen. Yeah, correct. So the uh, colour of your taco. So this one was yellow taco, but we could uh, scroll through and change the colours. Not that we knew how to do that, but that's we've been told that you can do that. Anyway, so started it up and we're in sort of peak hour traffic actually, yep. for Adelaide anyway. Get onto West Terrace and start going in normal traffic. So I still had it in sport mode and manual. So I don't really like driving in more automatic, but so I initially had it in sport mode and manual. So the Manatino had, I don't know, three or four different settings. The yeah. next setting up was race, and then the one below wet. was comfort. and Comfort and wet. And wet below that. So into traffic until we got onto what we call our freeway, and then we took a, a side road off to the old Mount Lofty Road. And I've got to say... Through the windy stuff, I started to, you know, a bit, bit, bit more spirited driving. Absolutely phenomenal. The gear changes. And what I liked about the gear changes, and you noticed it when you were driving, Ori, in sport mode, it would hold the gears. So if you were in second or third, you could rev it to the red line and it wouldn't change up from third to, say, fourth unless you actually physically changed it. Or down in that instance. Or down. Or down when you slowed down. So we said it while we were driving it. It was a true... It's a true... Manual, you know, per se. Yeah, manual F1 sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, correct. And I agree with you. Driving just in traffic, everyday, it was like perfect. Perfect. It handled yeah. well, changing lanes, not changing lanes, you know, start, stop. Awesome. Really easy to drive. Like you said, once you got an open road, well, she just wants to go. She wants to go. She's got plenty of torque, and you don't notice any lag whatsoever. I've been fortunate enough to drive the 488 GTB and the Pista. Okay, this is not a Pista handling car, but it's certainly up there. It's got the legs. You, you know, you can push it through the corners. It's f- very sure-footed. You don't have to worry about, geez, is it going to turn the corner or not or whatever. It is really, really good. The thing you said there, changing through the gears, there was no jolt. It was just perfect. There was no little jolt in your seat or at anything. You didn't feel the gear changes. Yeah, and this was uh, eight-speed, I think? Eight-speed. Eight-speed. So even when you're in um, normal mode, so like you're you know, in comfort mode and in automatic you get up to fifth, it will automatically get up to sixth and seventh gear. If you put your foot down, it changes down to the appropriate gear. So go from sixth or seventh to about third to, yep. t- to take off. So, look, it is certainly a driver's car. It's not steering, a fake. Steering is fa- phenomenal. The steering was something for me which, wow. You know, it was wherever your eyes went and your hands automatically follow, the car goes. It was just so direct. I loved that. And again, it didn't feel as big as it looks. Correct. And even from the cockpit, you're looking out, you've got the arches on the side, the little bulge in the middle, reminiscent of previous cars. You know, it is actually a great looking car and doesn't look too big. It is a big car. We put in a, we lined up in a car park and, you know, line to line, it is actually quite, quite wide. The view through the windscreen from the driver's seat when you're driving. Absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely. Those little, you know, the wheel arches and then where the engine, in the middle of the engine bay, just that little bulge. Just really, that reminds me of the old Testarossa, the old, you know, 
the fifties one. Yeah, which had that in the middle of the bonnet. Yeah, because right? that sort of shows that. Hang on, this car's a serious car. This car's it serious, can go. absolutely. Yeah. So look, driving it spiritedly, really beautiful to drive, and you know, compare that to uh, okay, the Pista's got these steering's certainly more go karty feel, but for a I assume this is you know a sort of a GT uh, tourer, but there's no, it is no slouch, no way. And you know when you're sort of starting to think about would you get one of these compared to something else, well there's food for thought that's for sure. Well, it's definitely gonna it, it fills that gap for Ferrari for a car that they didn't have. Uh, it's a hard top GT tourer, so it's different to the California and to like the California T and now the Portofino and Portofino Emirs. That's your convertible. Yeah, two plus two or two and a half, whatever we want to call them. This is a hard top, two plus, but it's got some go. It's got the go, but th- there's the refinement as well, which I was surprised about. Not that normally they don't have the finishes and things like that, but everything was to make you feel special. Yeah, absolutely. It's a driver's car. It's, it's a driver's, driver's car, car, but you could go anywhere and be – it is a daily driver. You could use it as a daily driver. The only thing, like you said, maybe as a daily driver, because it is a big car, is parking. Is parking, you, yeah. You've got to be in some certain parking bays, depending on how wide they are, opening the door and things like that. Because the opening of the doors, I mean, come on, it's a little lever that you push in. This is and from the outside. From the outside. From the inside, it's just a button. It's a button that and it releases. Just, uh, just beautiful. Things we smooth. haven't seen before. And look, and I'll take my hat off to Ferrari, is they keep changing the goalposts and come up trumps. I, I agree. There's much only one thing only that both of, I, uh, both of us disliked or weren't big fans of, let's not say disliked, and that was the little screen or monitor in the middle of the um, dash that yeah. stuck out a touch too far, we thought. Yeah, I think they, well, they wanted to fit a lot on there, but it does protrude above a bit. You know, so you're thinking that's not as moulded into the, like everything else is. You Correct. Know? Otherwise, everything else is moulded perfectly, in our opinion. Yeah. I right, look from inside, outside. I'm not sure what they could have done different. You know, I mean, we're not designers, but it really does look. All the lines you take up close up photos and the lines. It's absolutely superb. And I think you kept saying it while you were driving. Are they going to sell a lot of these cars? They're going to sell a lot of these cars. Well, I think they will because it is so user friendly. It was so easy to drive, and the base model without the extras or all the options is relatively compared to, you know, it's certainly not nowhere near an F8. Yeah, well, here in Australia, I think they were saying a sub-450 drive away. That's a great price that for is a, a good Ferrari. Price. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to target the, the Porsche buyer? Absolutely. That's Porsche buyer, you know, the other marks like the Jag or the… Aston you know, Martin. Aston Martin, yes, yeah. definitely. Uh, but going back to the driving, I could have driven that all day. Absolutely, very comfortable. Yeah, you could drive it long stretches, short stretches. We went through the hills, look, you know, and, you know, some of them were uh, not even B roads, they're probably C roads because of one of the roads, and very narrow. That you don't feel that comfortable in, you know, because, you know, it's a non-passing road, so cars coming the other way, it is a bit tight, and you noticed it when you took yours on the stint. Yeah, I did. And maybe that's a little bit also because it's not our car and we're test driving it all, so we were you know, extremely careful and mindful of those things. But, yeah, it's still um, in those tight areas performed well, though. Oh, and even the other cars coming the other side, like you felt comfortable 
if that makes any sense, going around those bends with those other cars coming the other side, as tight as is it. And I think that's the steering. That's the direct steering that, you know, makes you feel that comfortable. Yeah, I think it's not only the direct steering, it's also the the suspension and how sure-footed it is. And, look, we've got to think that, We've never driven one before, so we pick it up straight away, you take it out and you want to trial different things. So, you know, you're getting used to it, but you can get used to it very quick. Well, you said you drove an 812? Yeah. Well, How if, long did it take you to get used to well, it? Well, I drove that at pace because that was at Fiorano on the track. Uh, the 812, you know, a lot more torque, uh, you know, big V12 at the front, but it's a heavier car. This one didn't feel that heavy, even though I assume it's quite heavy. I don't know the difference between that one and, say, the 488 GTB, or, or, but I'd assume it's lighter than... Than the others. Than the 812. And, uh, and it took you no, no time. time. No time at all. You know, you, and again, you could push through the gears. It reaches the red line. Naturally, you know, it's got a red, red line limiter, which is great, and... Beautiful through the gears. There was no hesitation going up the gears or down the gears. Very, very smooth. And they did. We did talk about that gearbox that they have got in there. They've improved. Correct. Brand new system they've put in. The one thing that we both said, just uh, on a couple of hills, when we were hill start, it was rolling back. That's right. An automatic car rolling back. Yeah. yeah so that ever happens. Yeah. So that probably makes you feel more like it's a manual. Correct. That's what we said. Yeah, yeah absolutely. The, the rollback was one thing. That was, whoa, whoa, this is like a manual car here. Where's the clutch? Where's the clutch? Yeah, I didn't mind that though. I, I felt more that at least you're doing something. You've got to be mindful yeah. of what you're doing. It does roll back. But naturally, if you want to take off, you just put your accelerator and away you go. But you did a couple a three point turn as well. Or we as simple as simple I mean, it's got the reversing cameras. It's got all the high tech, you know, technology you expect expect in the car with all the sensors and around beeping. But yeah, it was easy to do the three point turn, no problem. And you got used to it quite quick. You got in it straight away when we got up to the hills. Yeah, and I my stint was pretty much just windy roads, so not, nothing at speed, but just windy roads, and it was beautiful to drive. So through the hills. On a sunny day, it would be awesome. And a Magic. long drive along the coast, fantastic. And even when you were setting it up for your driving with your mirror and the seats and that, you found it quite quickly. Yep, that was easy. I actually thought, because I saw you fiddling around when you were sitting, I said, oh, this is going to be difficult. But it's actually quite simple to use. If you take your time and uh, run your hands over things, the info comes at you quite easily. The only thing is one of the items is the the support of your thighs in the front in the front of the yeah. seat. Yeah. Now yep. that was not from the adjustment at the seat on the right. That's on the screen. That's actually on the screen. So, so you need to really get all that set up prior to you know driving it. But, but then you you know you were very comfortable. You said you know the steering wheel's at the right distance to my legs, my footrest. Well, had that many different steering wheel adjustments for it. Also height, length. You know, it. They've built this car that anybody can drive it. You don't have to be a race car driver. You can be, you know, just a normal, short, tall. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. There's a lot of space in there. And and we're, you know, we're not, I'm not saying we're overly tall people, but we had the seats quite far back, comfortable. And there was still leg room in the back because I kept looking behind us to see. And so it's it's a user-friendly car. You can fit, you know, decent-sized people in the back. I mean, you wouldn't do it for a long trip. 
But kids, no problem. Kids, no problem, and the shopping baskets, no problem, or shopping bags. What I liked about, you know, some of the options that it had on, like the, uh, I'm not sure whether it's stainless steel or aluminium footrest for the passenger, like they have in a, you know, a rally car or a racing car, you know, if you're putting pressure on there because you're trying to keep firm in the seat, that that's a nice touch. So it gives you, you know, the hint of, hang on, this is a serious car, like the bulge in the bonnet you know, the footrest, there's a few things that show you, hang on, we're not mucking around here. At the end of the day, it's a Ferrari. And I think they've done themselves justice with justice. this Justice, with a brand new car, look, to get that as first off, off the rank, brand new car, I reckon they've done exceptionally well. What would you improve on it? You know, well, you say, you know the evolution, how can they improve that car? We say that all the time. We say that with the 458 and then they got the Speciali. Then, you, you know, they or always the do improve. You know, they got the Pista. So there's no doubt they'll improve it. But, you know, race version of it, do you need it? <laughs> well, I don't know if they will bring out a race version. They'll probably bring out an Aperta or a Spider or something. I'm not sure. Uh, not a spider, but, you know, the open roof, you know, foldable roof, maybe. But it's interesting what they do with it because it is, it is quite well refined. Yeah, it's a great car. And, and going back to the driving, Ori, when you took it, what did you notice know, when you put your foot down in a low gear? No, ha- it was instantaneous. It was there. The torque was there. The revs, were, it was there. It was ready to go. And so it didn't matter what gear you were in. As soon as you put your foot down. And did you notice was- the difference between comfort mode and sport mode? Uh, if anything, it's a, a harder ride in sport, so a bit more uh, firm, you know, especially on the corners. Comfort is just it. Comfort is just like driving a normal car. It was fantastic. Like there was no hesitation on anything. There was nothing, nothing negative. Yeah. In so you're not thinking, oh look, it did that. That it should oh, have done too that. Tight. Or oh, it's a race car. This is going comfort. No. And even in sport mode, it really didn't tell you that either. It's just you hear, you know, you know, it's firmer set up for race or for sport mode. And I did notice, you know, when you if you put your foot down and you're not quite straight out of a corner, it does twitch a little bit and adjust, but it adjusts smooth. itself. I mean, we've done a little bit of that too, and that just fixes itself up, strains itself out. Fantastic. It reassures you when you're driving. So, Ori, would you buy one? I was going to ask you that question. I'll answer it. Yeah, I would. I'd actually buy one because I'd love to see my wife driving that every day. That's a beautiful car. That's very right. nice of you, really. It's a beautiful car. I mean, now that the kids are growing up and, and yeah, older, they've got their own cars. That's a great car for every day. Yeah, but I'm not sure your wife because it is a bit big. That's you know, do the you know, depends where they go. But, but she's driving day. an SUV at the moment. Well, that's true, and it's no no bigger than the SUV, right? That's a good point. You got to just get over the fact that it's a Ferrari and you're going to drive it every day. That's what they were made for. Yeah, I, I suppose in that regard. It's, it might be the same size as an SUV, but a lot of the people like to look over the top and look at the bonnet. We all know that you shouldn't be looking at your bonnet, you should be looking ahead. Now, that's where the Burrasanga comes in, and, you know, they may sell a fair few of those because yeah. of that reason. It's going to be interesting to see that SUV come out. Yeah. So, you know, if you looked at the current crop that are here now, you've got the… F8 Tributo. F8 Tributo. Pista you can still order. Pista you can still order. 812. 812. GTC4 Lusso, Lusso, Lusso No, I don't think you can order those anymore. Oh, you can't order them? I don't think you can. Anyway, so assume that it's, it's 812, in the... 812 GTS, so Roma. You, would you pick this over an 812? And Portofino M. Uh, it's interesting, isn't I it? Would I pick that? I, I haven't driven an 812, though. And uh, so, no, I wouldn't because I, I want a V12 in my stable, so I'd most probably pick the 812. 
you've already got a V12 in your stable. Yeah, that's interesting. Would you, would you pick this car over an 812 Look, and you've driven both now? I've driven both now. I mean, I haven't driven, you know, the the Roma at pace on a track, but I I think the this Roma, I would likely pick it over the 812. There you go. You know, it's a little bit more versatile and it's not, you know, it's not your hardcore Pista or whatever. Would I pick it over an F8? Different story. Um, but it's a different – you're looking for a different car yeah, you're looking entirely. for a different car. So it's not fair really talking about that. Comparing them. Well, I, I, look, to all the listeners, get out to your local dealer in whichever country you're listening or whichever state you live in and go and have a close look at the Roma because it is a beautiful-looking car. Deliveries will start soon. You will start to see them on the roads and it's a real head-turner. Yeah, and I think in we talked about different colours and I think they look – Immaculate in a lot of different colours. So, uh, and even the red, I think, would be really good in it. Yeah, but, well, there's a black one coming to South Australia. We heard today, so we're looking forward to seeing it in black also. Yeah, I'm not sure about black. I'm wondering whether it hides the lines too much. But anyway, we'll worry about that when we see them. But again, thank you to Ferrari Adelaide, of course, yeah. and to Zagami for letting us um, have a drive of it and going through the the ins and outs of the car. And great to drive it, and much appreciated. So. Ori, we're going to leave it there. Thank you, Mick. And uh, thank you. As normal, you can reach the show via email at mickandori at gmail.com. And, of course, it's on our Instagram page, and we'll have a, a few photos of that too. And remember, if your car's not a classic, it will be one day. Bye-bye. Thanks, guys.